think we should start by saying welcome back to more on that later. Uh, we're very grateful to have you here. If you've made it through the first episode and are still here, thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate you. We appreciate you. <laughs> um, today is going to very much be about Josh's story. We talked a lot about my story and what brought me to the microphone. Um, last episode and so today we're going to learn why Josh is here and about, well, a general overview of his life and journey thus far. Does that sound right? Yeah. And we want to go right back to the very beginning. So, tell us, when did your dad fertilise your mom? <laughs> okay, this is, oh my god. This is our fourth podcast record. I used that joke in our very first one, and every time she's resisted. Well, actually, I used it in the first one. Did you? Yeah. <sighs> so I said I was born in Mackay, and he was like, no, 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 we have to go back to the very beginning. Oh, And right. I was like, so my dad had sex with my mom. Yeah, yeah. So I, I um, put the baseball so up and been stealing my <laughs> joke or my content. Um, and taking it for his own, um, which I mean is not super unusual. No, nope. <laughs> happy, happy to take content. Happy to like you know give people the props for their content, but if I remember, <laughs> that's the issue though. Don't necessarily remember. Uh, where did it all begin? Um, so I would say that my dad. What did you say? Fertilize. Yeah, it's a fun word. It's very scientific. It's- a really like satisfying word to say. Ooh. Like fertilized. Yeah. For those who don't know what. Oh my god. Josh I thought you were about to say no. people who don't know what that means. No. For people who don't know us, Josh and I first bonded over our enjoyment of words in the English language. Yeah, so true. We have a whole Google Doc full of words that we just enjoy just because they're fun. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know if fertilized is on there, but it will be after. It will be now, God, yeah. Fuck. Fertilized. Um, well, I believe that if we trace it back nine months, it would have been in the year of 1998, baby. Which is when I was born. Actually, you were born nine months after I was born. Oh, wow. Yeah. What? So you were four. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I'm June 1998. March, March 1999. 1999. I'm pretty sure that works out to be nine months later. So whatever. Not exactly. June. It's 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 nine months and uh, five days. five days. Whatever. Oh, all right. <laughs> hey, it doesn't make it any less amazing. No. I mean, is it amazing though? Because it's kind of like you got born, and then five days later, my parents were like. Mm, but remember, C-section, they have a designated, like, day. I think they do them early as well because they don't want to, like, pop. Yeah. So maybe a few weeks after I was born. Anyway. Anyway. It doesn't <laughs> This is about me. Um, yeah, so, uh, 1999, I was born in March. Um, as Tony said, C-section. Um, everything went pretty well. Um, I became pretty clear pretty quickly that I had uh, a condition. Um, it's not that I'm unhappy to go into it, but it, we just don't have the time. Like, it's we'll, a whole other podcast. Yeah. 
um, episode. Like honestly, like my story and then the way that it interwebs with our kind of um, story. That's two different pods in and itself. So like, we'll, we'll guys, we've, we've got content out the yin yang. Don't you worry. Um, but yeah, so um, I, th- I think I can say though that like the reason why it was clear is because going into becoming pregnant, my parents like, they knew that there was a high chance that the child they had would have the condition that my mum has. Mm. So yeah, um, my mum gave it to me. Um, if you're a scientist, you'll work out how that works genetically and we can go into that later um but yeah so that 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 definitely shaped my life there's no 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 doubt about that i am the person i am today because of um not just the condition but the the things that the condition kind of well imposed on my life um changed my life trajectory forever um i i wouldn't wouldn't take it back um, you know, people ask if you don't. I say this so much, so I'm about to say it, and just know that no one's ever said this to me, but I just say it to a lot of people. I say people always say, you know, if you go back in time and could change one thing, what would you change? People expect you to say they don't expect you to say no one ever else. Um, they expect you to say, oh my condition, I, I want, I want to be normal. You know what is boring? Like. Being normal. Like me. <laughs> no, you're not normal. I'm not normal. <laughs> no. And, and this is the thing, right? Like, I mean, Courtney has her own health battles, but um, she's not normal in her brain. Um, I'm not normal in my brain. Um, and the things that make you unique, this is the, uh, I mean, I don't want to get on my high horse too early, but um, like when you are a child, you get taught to well, be an individual, but also more so, you're learning that you're learning about life. You're learning it from people around you. So you are tr- you're literally mirroring the people around you. So you're becoming homogenized, and then you get into school, and that gets even more ingrained because the higher you go, the more that everyone makes you believe that they make you believe that there is a normal, yeah, and that everyone should be, and that, that. everyone else is, yeah. And look, there are different people, but the cool people are the ones you want to aspire to. They're normal, they're cool. Um, by and large, like, I mean, I, I was cool in school. No, 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 sorry. I, I better way to say it is I, I had the cool group in school because I decided I wanted to be cool and if I decide to do something, that's what I do. Um, those cool people, um, that's kind of, like they, they, they shine bright early and then they sort of burn out, you know, like honestly, think of all the cool people who are at your school, like can you describe any of them that are shining brighter now? I don't know any of them anymore. There you go. That might be a good answer in and of itself. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's, like, I, tell me I'm wrong, honestly, like it's, it, it then becomes when you leave school that suddenly everyone's like, yo, like, who, who are you? Well, the world seems to be asking that question, who are you? And then you start asking yourself, and then you start to actually unpack who you are, actually who you are away from your parents, away from your school, away from all the structures that you had come to before. There's um, a massive, like, identity, almost like identity It's a crisis. crisis. It's a yeah. 100% a crisis. Yeah. I've been there, you've been there. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying. 
it's but also wonderful at the same time. Well, yeah, like I think for me, it was wonderful and exciting. Yeah, I mean, the journey is, is exciting. Yeah. Um, but there are, yeah, not so fun parts. Yeah, and so I think that uh, I, I don't want to sort of boil the meaning of life down, but maybe some part of the meaning of life is is discovering your uniqueness or, or, mm. or, or owning your uniqueness, you yeah. know? I'd agree with that. Yeah. Anyway, I, that's a bit of a sidetrack. Uh, I was born in Bundaberg um, at the Friendlies Hospital uh, in 1999. Um, yeah, we had a bit of a crossover there. Did we talk about that in the second record? I think we did, yeah. 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 So, so there was a bit of a crossover where Courtney was I there. Bundaberg for about twelve months. Yeah, and I was there, was there. Till, till prep. Um, that's where mum and dad met. Um, you know, those those friends you called family friends, where the kids just kind of had to deal with each other because their, their parents were friends and. But like by deal with each other, you mean you guys all came to be really good friends, hey? Mm. <laughs> so true. I love those guys, and I'd love to see them. I've seen them grow and change, honestly. Like, um, they're really fascinating people, and I hope that we get them on the pod as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I lived with, with one of them for eight days. We'll, maybe we'll get to that later. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so like that, that's the real sort of formative years. But uh, I mean, I didn't spend I spent a lot of time in Butterberg, but I spent a lot of time in Brisbane, in Adelaide, um, getting surgeries. Again, yeah, I don't really want to go into that in, in this time because. I'm, I'm not that, you know, like... There's more to you than the fact that you have a condition and that you had a yeah. whole bunch of surgeries. It, there's a whole podcast in me just talking about everything but my surgeries. So, um, yeah, um, we moved to Brisbane. Um, again, not because of my condition, but um, actually because of my dad's job. So he kind of... I mean, he was barely into his career, but he kind of already reached the ceiling, and he, and he knew that. Um, and so for him... He knew that he had to to go to Brisbane. Come to the big smoke. Come to the big smoke. Um, and yeah, so we, we made the trek. Um, not everything was was buttoned up. Um, uh, I, I think that's okay sometimes. You know, I think people always say, never leave a job before you've sort of you know found the next step or whatever. And I'm not saying go out and just quit your job or whatever, but. Sometimes you do have to put a little bit of faith in, and that's been, I guess, my biggest Let's learning. Just take a bit of a leap. Only recently, um, because you'd be surprised how it's going to work out. It's not going to work out how you think it will, but geez, I'm getting really profound. Like I got to drink more. I'm, I'm not as funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a beautiful thing about you. Though. Like that's one of the biggest things I love about you is that you can be quirky and silly and immature and funny, but you can you're an incredibly deep thinker. And you have mm. such a philosophical mind, or like, yeah, you are such a deep reflectionist. And reflecting is, is the good because, I mean, if we want to crowbar my favourite mm-hmm. saying currently in there, I'm going to get a tattooed, honestly. I have like tattoos, this is kind of like a new thing. Hopefully, I have more by the time this comes out. Um, but my favourite saying right now is from Sata. Um, John, John Paul, Jean, Jean Paul? How do you say Jean? John Paul. John Paul. John Paul Sata. Um, and he says that introspection is always retrospection. And that is my mind. It, is, it, it will think ahead. 
it will be wrong, but it is always introspective. It is always retrospective. Um, and it's it's not that I even like it. There are, there are so many times I just want to turn off my fucking brain. Like, honestly, it, it, it shits me to tears. It really does. I think often, like, people always talk about women in the relationship being the ones who overthink and who are, you know, very emotionally sensitive, blah, blah. And yes, that is true in our case. But it's also... Sorry, Granny is calling me. I hope that she listens to this later and, I, and hears me not answer her. Sorry, Granny. Whoops. Anyway, but you're at a great point. You. Sorry, keep going, keep going. Um, yeah, in our case, like, both of us kind of share or experience the overthinking load. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is fascinating. It, it's not like you don't overthink and I do it for no, you. No, no, no. We both overthink. We are both extremely emotionally sensitive and empathetic to like the emotions of other people around us. Um, we, we are surprisingly similar and surprisingly unique, I think, is... Yeah. We're so different from each other, but also so similar at the same time. Like, mm. it's, it's crazy. But, yeah, Josh, he's a real thinker. Um, Gets me into a little bit of trouble sometimes. Oh yeah, and God, I love the trouble. <laughs> oh, oh, I love it too much. Tension or conflict? Why? Tension. This is where we differ. <laughs> Sexual tension. Not even that. Just, just relationship tension. And, and it, it's tension where I know I'm right, or I know that you need to go through a growth moment. Um, which is a dumb thing to say. I'm 24 years old, like, fuck off. Um, yeah, what's kind of funny is sometimes you think someone else needs to go through a growth moment, and actually it's... Yeah, I was going to say, maybe it's like, me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's cool, like... And there have been times where that's the case. And I think what's great about you is that you... Like, you really give me those moments. You, you let me fall in a structured and safe environment. Um, and, and you don't you don't you don't even get mistakes. You don't even get back up and 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 pick me up and say and dust me off and say, um, I told you so. Depends on the day, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's interesting. Um, don't worry about Granny, by the way, as well. Like she she will literally stay up till midnight, eleven, eleven thirty. We'll talk to her. So. Um, it's also half an hour. Oh, it is half an hour ahead. But that's okay. Like, this is only meant to go for... Oh, we've already been on for 30 minutes. Yeah. We're going to go. Um, all right. I've budgeted an hour and a half for this episode, by the way. Josh knows how much he talks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we still we still got an hour, guys. Still a lot to go through. Strapping. We've, we've only got to prep. Hope so, you've got a long drive ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope, uh, I hope you were driving the cans. <laughs> Um, don't drive to cans right now. No, <laughs> please don't drive. Actually, if you are driving there, I hope you. Please stay safe. I hope you do dumb things. Yeah, I hope you don't. Um, if it's flooded, forget it. Josh did not learn that the first time. No, um, that's a, that's a story that you know what. I hope we get your your mom and your yeah. dad on the pod. That would be such interesting to hear from their perspective. Yeah, we do like our relationship, and then we do their perspective of our relationship yes. like starting. Oh, fascinating. Oh wow, I love that. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, so we, uh, yeah, we, we, we moved from Bundaberg to, to Brisbane and I started my prep year. Don't pick your nails. Sorry. Don't do that. You, we, we paid a lot of money for those. I was picking the glue that's underneath them. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You can do better than that. Yeah, you can. 
<laughs> See you again. Um, so yeah, we, we moved for my prep year. Um, so I, I've been in Brisbane since I started school, basically. Um, and it's amazing how all those friends that I spoke about as the years went by, like they also moved to Brisbane. Not necessarily because we were there. Um, it's just how life happened. Yeah, just how life sort of happens. Dad got a job, mum took a long time to get a job. Family friends moved to Brisbane, but they moved on the north side. We lived on the south side because that's where Nana, that was the easiest access to Toowoomba and different things like that. Um, yeah, again, it was marked by challenges um, in health space. You know, grade two was, was a big year for me. Um, but yeah, like I, school, school was hard. I missed a lot of it. Um, I loved missing it. Um, yeah, I hope that I go into that. You know, there's, there's a big part of that that people think having all these health challenges is bad. No, it's, it's awesome. Like, um, yeah, like, it's, it, it's interesting to think back on. Um, but it definitely left me in a hole in regards to um, my, at least my academic space. I don't think that was fixed until about grade six. Um, I, I got lots of citizenship awards, I got lots of awards, and I really enjoyed that, but it was my parents, my parents were really pushed that, you know, I did a lot of tutoring, um, and yeah, I guess now it kind of gets to high school. It's interesting, like, these years, they, they were literal years, like, they, it was a long time, um, but in the same sort of context, like, you can talk about it in one sentence, um, I find that really interesting. I was just talking about how I'm talking about literally maybe three years of my life, grade three to grade to grade six, and I just described it in a sentence, a sentence or two, and it, it, it took three years to do it. I honestly think my greatest achievement during that time was learning to whistle. <laughs> I remember, um, <laughs> honestly, half my life is just making Connie laugh. It's so, it's so exciting. Um, yeah, I, I remember being like, fuck, like, I just, everyone can whistle. I just want to whistle. You know what? None of my friends were whistling. It was all the adults. <laughs> and I was like, but you know what? When I'm an adult, I want to be able to whistle because everyone can whistle. Honestly, I probably said this already, and that's fine. A large part of my, like, younger years was just spent in, like, I'm gonna need this when I'm older, so I've gotta do this shit now when, like, nothing's going on. There is nothing going on. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like, all these, like, all my friends, like, they're having a great time. You know what, I'm gonna have a great time when I'm older. I'm gonna get the girls, I'm going to look better. Um, yeah, girl look is interesting. Um, you didn't think it would be just one gun? Yeah, and it wasn't. I, I hate to say that. <laughs> there you go. Um, but it stopped at one. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's not going to start again. Mm. <laughs> and the freight train slowed right down. Yes. Yeah. I'm the last. Yeah, that's right. Let's <laughs> be a warning. That wasn't a question, that was a statement. <laughs> and Courtney, she didn't look at me when she said that, she looked at you guys. Mm -hmm. like, I know, he's charming. <laughs> I'm well aware. <laughs> and you know what? You know what's fucking interesting? Going back to cool people, like, 
if I'd have just learnt one thing, if I had actually, you know, the cool people, they lived who, maybe not who they were, but they lived a version of themselves that seemed confident. When you get older, the cool people are the ones who you look at and you go, fuck, like they know themselves. I'm, I'm very aware, I hope you look, you're know, watching this on YouTube, if you're not, like I'll put a photo up, but you know, I have a tattoo, I'm, I have, you know, white nails, um, like you, I'm talking myself up now, but like people would look at me and I'm, I'm polarizing, they either go, well I don't want to be around that, or they go, fuck, like that guy knows himself. That's true, he knows exactly who he is, and that can come with his pros and his cons. <laughs> Um, mm. As Josh said, like he can be quite polarizing. I love that about him, but yeah. he's yeah. You either love what he does and says, or you maybe great against it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Those are the people I love to hang around with more because I will meet someone. I literally walk around. He's just a. He's a constant. Sorry, I was going to say a constant challenge, but that's not the right word. No, it is. But like. Yeah, but the way I said it, I don't think I'm. No, it's, that's not true. Yeah. yeah. Josh well, loves challenging the way society thinks about particular things, the way individuals think about particular things. Mm. And I think that's what makes him really special. I love that. Like, yeah. To well, be I think bold enough and confident enough to say, hey, I know you might not like this, but I like this. What does it say about you that you feel offended by what I'm doing? And, and that's, that's, that's amazing. That's literally, yeah, like, and I think the way I describe it, I love the way that Courtney just described it, is I literally carry around, this is not my true self, this is what's interesting, I only throw things at people that I'm comfortable to be thrown back at me or comfortable to be tested. I think yeah. that's what's interesting. I think a lot of people, well, everyone mischaracterizes me. Everyone undervalues me and or under, underestimates me. Mm. And I love that. I'm the fucking underdog, I tell you what. Um, and so literally I go around and people who aren't engaging with me, people who are engaging with me, I literally throw myself at them. I throw it and I see what happens. And if they catch it and they throw it back, I say, wow, that was interesting. If they catch it and say, ooh, yuck, and then throw it away, I go up and I say, hey, like, how did that make you feel? Like, like what do you reckon that says? You know, you just took an entire person in one moment and said, not for me. What and was that's that? that's okay. Like, they're allowed to say that, but it's fascinating. Yes. And, and this is not me being like, this is what I'll be now and this is what I'll be for the rest of my life. I'm not. Like, when someone says, you know, well, I did it because I don't necessarily agree with this aspect or, or I... I found you to be overconfident and in my life I have struggled with people like that. I go, well, wow, first of all, how can I embody this into what I throw at the next person? Or how can I learn from this or someone's experience? There's something deeper there that has built this and I just want to learn why. I just want to learn you know, what that is. Um, so yeah, I can't remember where we started, but... Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. I can't remember either. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, well, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I know so, don't you worry, sweetie. Yeah. 
Um, Don't call people sweet. I know. Fuck it. I, I, I just spent two weeks getting out of it. But I can do it. Yeah. So I guess that brings us to high school. You know, my both my primary and high school years were again like they were they were shrouded in a little, a little bit of like health stuff. Um, I definitely needed that break. <laughs> um, halfway through high school, high school was tough. Um, but yeah, I. Um, I don't think there's anything remarkable to talk about there. I, I would love, if you knew the Josh in high school, I'd love to come, I'd love to talk to you on the pod. I'd love to whack a microphone in front of you because, like, let's get it out there. Let's let's get out the shit that Josh did. It'd be nice, like, for me as well, because I obviously didn't know Josh during high school. It'd be so cool to get an outsider's perspective because um, I've heard Josh's stories. Oh, but but that... it'd be so cool to, like, hear, yeah, how other people perceived him and... You know. Because like, uh, like this is how much I love that woman. Like that, that scares me. Because I may be who I am today, but I was a very different person back then. I was a very different That's person. That's fascinating though. Right at high school, like there's some shit that I did that I'm not proud of. It's um, so beautiful though to like see how someone has grown from one point to the to another. Mm. The Josh but, that I met is so different to the Josh that I know now. Yeah. Yeah. And the Josh that. I met is so different to the Josh from high school as well. Like we, it's so fascinating to watch that proje- uh, the trajectory of that. I think a large part of why we are still together, we'll be together for a long time, is that forever. Yeah, we like it or not. <laughs> yeah, we well, we we grew together. We did, yeah. Um, and we grew. And we're still growing together. We're still growing together, and that's not going to yeah. change. We, something that's very special about our relationship, if I may interrupt, um, is that we both probably had a pretty solid idea of who we were as individuals um, when we first met. Yeah. And yep. we've been through a lot of really hard things together, um, which has brought a lot of challenges, but it also means that like we've had to really just stick together and communicate and know each other. Um, and yeah, just work together in those situations, and so we have just become a team. Yeah, I, I think that if yeah. you haven't experienced like genuine trauma or relived some genuine trauma to get through it with your significant other, um, don't worry. I don't think you should worry. But that's one of the things that Feel, makes you grow stronger yeah. if you are determined to get through it yeah. together. Um, and that's the thing, like, relationships take hard work. They take um, two people working together and wanting to make it work as well. If there's yeah. one side that's not as in the relationship as the other, that's when it starts to get hard. But like if you're both continually fighting for each other, that's where growth comes in, I think. Yeah, honestly, it's, it's such a huge part. Um, it's... Yeah, I can't say any better than that. It's and and I, I if you if if you if what I said just before doesn't jive with you, I really want to reiterate. Like, feel blessed. Like, feel really blessed because yeah. that is awesome. I I don't. I'm, I'm not unhappy for you. Um, I would say that you don't know who you are. <laughs> um, well, another bold statement that Josh makes. <laughs> yeah, but like. Come see me in 10, 15 years. Come see me, like, before you die, honestly. Like, 
Um, I think everyone has that moment where they go, oh shit. And at that point, Josh will also be a different person. Yeah. Person to the person that And I'll be like, sorry, did, did I say that? Holy shit. Um, <laughs> no, but honestly, like, pre prepare your heart. <laughs> because um, if, if you aren't going deep in a relationship, and, and look, and I'm talking to those people who are saying, that's just been smooth sailing with me and my partner, like, we... You know, we, we, we have great sex, like, you know, I think she's beautiful. Um, we never fight. We never we fight. Never argue. Yeah. Well, do you really care? Because <laughs> here, here's the thing. One day, and it may take a while, this is the crazy thing about life, it may take having kids, it may take um, a, 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 another person in your sphere dying. It, it may be even when your kids leave home. And you might suddenly look at the other person and go, this is, this is getting tough. This is not the person I thought I was with. Yeah, and, and I'm kind of starting to realise that I didn't put a lot in, and I'm not going to take a lot out, and, and I'm out. Um, that's that. And, and, and that's scary. Like, when two people walk away, well, I think one of the scariest words out there is, like, the word amicable. You know, we, mm. we, we are amicably splitting as best friends, as lovers, as or former lovers, as, as parents, we are separating and we, we will stay those things, but we, we, we're not going to be together. It's like, ah, oh, shit, like you, you never went deep, hey, like. Well, they did, but they grew apart. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I left school. <laughs> yeah, so, I think, uh, yeah, I graduated in 2016. Um, I was riding high. Um, I knew that school represented um, a loss. Well, you can't lose something you didn't have, but, um, but it was gatekeeping freedom. I love that word, gatekeeping. Um, and I knew that once I got out there, it would, it would be gradual, but, but I would start to, to find who I was and I would start to really um, just discover what life's about. And that sounds so weird, it's not something that, that a 16-year-old or a 17-year-old says, but um, I remember walking, um, I'd, I'd kind of come to the end of my exam block and it was that couple of weeks before you graduate, which is just a waste of time. And I was walking along um, GLA 8, um, Top floor, so you can see kind of like you know, the other side of the school and everything. And it was middle of the class, so I kind of just wandered out because I didn't really feel like whatever was happening. I remember looking around, just being like, oh, fuck, like, I know you want the next couple of weeks to fly by. I know you want to graduate so badly and get to the next part. But I want you to, like, stand, sit in this moment, and just be because right now you want more, and right now you want it to go uh, faster, but there will be a time where you go, just to take me back to that moment, just to like, just take me back. And so I remember that moment vividly, um, and I remember, I remember this deep, well it wasn't deep peace, because I experienced deep peace, and it wasn't that, but I remember this, this moment, just settling on me and this calm and this reassurance that, oh my gosh, it feels like the storm is coming. You know, I have no idea what's gonna happen next. 
Um, but gee whiz, that's exciting. For someone who's a big player, that, that is so exciting. I'm ready and I'm willing to take me there. Um, so yeah, I'm, obviously there's been lots of hard moments and I hope that we can go, sort of go into that. But um, yeah, I graduated. Um, I went overseas. I really hated it. Yeah, so I, I, I guess I knew that I didn't know myself. This sounds really dumb, but um, I guess I knew that I didn't know myself and I knew that one day I would miss this moment. Um, but I knew it had to happen and gee, I was excited for it. And so, yeah, I left school. Um, I started university. I started a double degree um, in journalism. And um, pretty soon after school, before I actually started uni, I got... I'd done a lot of networking, I wanted to be in radio, um, and one of my networks had sort of said, hey, there's an opportunity coming up, um, if you want to be a part of it, speak to this guy, and um, yeah, I spoke to a guy called Buzz, he has been in Melbourne, Sydney, and he's come back to Brisbane now, he's, he's working on Nova um, again, kind of where he started. Yeah. No, he didn't start there. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, yeah, Buzz gave me my first gig. It was not paid. Did seven, seven months there, unpaid. Did a lot of other people's work. But eventually I was employed as a panel operator um, at Southern Cross Stereo, And that was what I wanted to do. But at the same time, I knew that I had to have that floor. I wanted to get that degree. And so I, I was doing a Bachelor of Business and Journalism. and. Going back to school, I had to work really hard to get in there. It, it, you needed an OB5 to get into journalism. Um, and yeah, I got that, which is amazing. So um, I was very proud of that. It's the highest I could ever achieve, and I've got so far. And I hope to change that next year, but you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah, I mean, what was I like as, as a student? You, you weren't there for all of it, but, you, but I think you can really speak into this quite quite well. I was there probably for the important parts. Um, sorry, excuse me while I make some noise. <laughs> um, Josh, as a student, was incredibly stress-inducing. <laughs> um, he... I, I, I don't stress. Never. <laughs> I think he, um, for a long time, he was kind of like, yeah, I just like, don't even bother to stress, like, until I have to. Do you mind closing that door? There's a gecko starting to make its way around. Other one? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's like, I just don't really even bother to, like, stress until I have to, you know, like the two weeks around when all your assessments are due, that's kind of when I start to actually think about it all. Um, and this was like when we first met that he told me this and I was like, okay. I was very proud of him. He was, he was so proud and I was like, okay, so like that sounds like good self-regulation and emotional stuff in terms of like, hey, he's obviously still doing the work throughout the semester. Um, and then he only like allows himself to stress when it's crunch time. No, um, he does nothing <laughs> throughout the whole semester until the assessments are due. And that's when he starts thinking, oh shit, I, I don't know what this unit was about. 
I don't know the name of this unit. Yeah, literally. Um, and so when we got together, like he still had three prac subjects to go for his teaching degree. And throughout each of those, like it was just, so the first one that I was there for, this was the anxiety level. This was him like shutting down and me being like, oh shit, like he's not okay. I don't quite know what to do with that yet because I don't really know him fully yet. Um, this was the next one, hot mess. And then this was the final one, I can't even reach it. Like, mm. yeah, there was so much anxiety, so much undiagnosed and unrealized anxiety. Um, and such a lack of intrinsic motivation mm. um, and awareness of like how he could help himself in those situations. And this is coming from someone who, I love the word that you use, like self-regulation. I have never met anyone as self-regulated as I am. I'm being genuinely serious. I know it's a bold statement. Um, have you? Like. Yes. You have? Who? Well, I think you use the word self-regulation in a different way than what I do. Ah, <laughs> very good. I think when you talk about self-regulation, you think about it as like, first of all, being able to control your emotions, and second of all, being able to identify your emotions. And one of those I can do very well, I can identify emotions very well. Yeah, so I think originally you were like, yeah, I can self-regulate, like I just push my emotions all the way down. No, 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 no. I didn't realize he was doing that. I put them in a box and I deal with them later. And the later is prac two. Yeah. So I would say that's not actually self regulation. And you know what? It worked for a a large number of years. Until it didn't. Roughly. It exploded. Roughly from grades. Everywhere. It was a mess. (laughs) Yeah, uh, roughly from like grade seven to what would that be 20 when did we meet 2021 something like that yeah yeah so it's like what that's like six years it's like 10 years so for about 10 years it worked he thought that's what self-regulation was yeah and until it didn't um and the, i guess that was that's the crazy thing um it's really scary like when, when you think you're the master and like you know I don't want to use the word God complex, but like I've used it with my therapist, so why wouldn't I use it here? I had, and in some ways still do, have a God complex. Um, and that's okay. You can, you don't have to like get rid of these things, you can manage them. <laughs> so you can, you can use yeah, them for benefit. You can work through. Yeah. yeah, you can work through them. Um, uh, and so I genuinely looked around at everyone else and I was like, God, these guys don't know how to regulate self-regulate yeah like these guys are stressing throughout the whole semester like idiots so dumb what a waste i stress for two weeks they just recognize their emotions earlier and they didn't put them in a box or like didn't sort of refuse to feel them Hmm. um i do want to kind of go back because yeah we kind of jumped to i was studying journalism and business and suddenly i was doing education sorry Ah, that's okay um it's really boring kind of doesn't need to be spoken about In, in 2019 i start of the year was kind of like not feeling this um this journalism thing but business is okay but 
you know, if I want to be in radio, I don't need this degree and I don't want to be a journalist. So that just means, why would I finish this? And um, kind of had two choices. I was like, do I finish it and then move on to something else or do I carry on? So I did decide to carry on. In the middle of that year, 2019, um, well, actually just in that first semester, I had loaded up with all journalism subjects and they were all the subjects that were like, um, like, here's a camera, like a cameraman, here's a suit, here is time, you're going to go out in Brisbane, find stories, create um, pieces, like you're going to be a newsman, you're going to be a journalist. And I was like, whoa, 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 what happened to just, just like writing stories and getting marked on and like pretending to be a journalist, like that was fun. Let's not do that anymore. Let's suddenly become a journalist. And I was like, no, nah, I, I can't do this. And so I think before the census date, I pulled out and I changed the business. And then I, I think now in the coffin was I went in to see the, the people at QT and I was like, hey, um, can a journalism degree get you into a master's of education? Um, and they were like, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Now, funnily enough, a business degree would have, and that would have accelerated. Mm. If I had asked the right question, which was, I'm going to graduate with a journalism and business degree, or I'm just going to drop to a straight business degree, would I get into a master's of education? Yes. Could I save myself a lot of pain? Yes. Would it have helped? No. <laughs> um, so yeah, I changed to a Bachelor of Education and a Bachelor of Business. I RPL'd all my business subjects, so I was sort of high on business and low on education. And in terms of progression, they don't have a progression for that. They don't make you unique progressions. They don't want to help you because they can't guarantee when subjects will be and, you know, yeah, all that sort of stuff. Um, and so that was a real tough time. Um, would it have been easier if I did it the right way? No, because I don't do university the right way. Hoping to change that again this semester. Yeah, see, I think that's really important. Um, so yeah, like I was doing, you know, first year subjects, then second year subjects, and then I would do another second year subject, and then I would do my prac, um, and then I would find that really hard and then I would like go back and do a first year something and be like, oh my gosh, this is like teaching me all the skills I kind of needed like for that prac. That would have been really helpful. And then suddenly I was in a second prac and doing fourth year subjects and it was all out of whack and um, it, it sucked. And it got harder the same time it got harder for journalism, which was when it got real. You know, your first prac is not real. It's just a lot of observation and yeah in a bachelor of education it's so much of observation like yeah it, it, no teaching. I, I did a lot of teaching i probably taught like one or two classes a day which is quite it, it's pretty it's something pretty high teaching line. okay <laughs> for me that was a lot there's a person who isn't a teacher yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I could have the the red show. Right now. But you don't. There's a difference. <laughs> I'll, I'll use that money to go and get a red tomorrow if I really want to. I'm not going to. It's not worth it. Save it for your tattoo. Waste of money. Yeah. They, they, they pay me money anyway. <laughs> They're one of my clients. One of my business clients. 
Um, yeah, so, I mean, it was really hard. I don't want to understate. Like, I, I honestly can't... No, I can't remember, like... Do, do we want to go into the final prac? Or maybe what was... So, the second last prac, I went out. It was Easter last year. We could maybe do, like, a whole segment on... Like, finding like out your mental health. Yeah, finding out your mental health. Um, and, like figuring out your way through young adulthood and university and all of that kind of thing. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Finding Just take your notes. Get ready for a few podcast time. We yeah, sorry. I hate, to, for you. I hate this is a teaser, but... Um, yeah. More on that later. More on that later. Connie came up with that name. It was an accident. <laughs> I love it. Um... Yeah, so, well, let's get to the good bits, because we're an hour in. I... Change to education. You had an interesting last couple of cracks. Yeah, and I, I like that we sort of lead that to another pod. I think that's really interesting. Um, well, I mean, radio was kind of happening along the way here. I mean, the simple way of saying it is that I got my dream... I gave it up to finish my degrees. Is it over for me? Not sure. We'll see. Um, for the moment, it is over. Um, but maybe this podcasting is, a, is an outlet for that. Um, and honestly, the biggest driver is there's my wife. Like, yeah. I mean, let's talk about my wife. This is what we're finally here for. Um, no, honestly, like, no. It's twins. It's okay. <laughs> I met you when I was 22 years old. Mm. Um, I, I really want to talk about when we first met and then getting into sort of a relationship and whatever, but I think when I'm a planner, we've already said that, and I planned for this blonde bombshell who didn't really... Which obviously isn't me. Okay. Well, um, who didn't really have a lot going on up here. Um, had a lot going on everywhere else. But you know what I found? I found the love of my life who is a bombshell. She won't let me say that. She looks good in anything. Yeah, I met Courtney, and she is nothing like I imagined. Um, she, like, she's incredible, and, and she she juxtaposes me so well. Um, she, like, she is my drive. I think that's that's a great way of describing her. Like, she's the drive for this podcast. You know, I'm, I'm a little bit creative. I've, I've wanted to do a podcast. I've had these microphones for... Oh, maybe, like, since 2018. Maybe 2019. Nah, 2018. Um, and, like, she's everything that I never knew that I wanted in... You know, physically. Let's, let's be honest about that. Like, I think she's very attractive. I think she's stunning. But as I said before, like, she could... 
that shit could turn into a hag, like, and... Which I will. The boobs will sag. Yeah. The face will get crinkly. Yeah, and I cannot wait because it means that we will have grown old together. I'm no Benjamin Button. I will age terribly. Well, actually, I think I'll age quite well. You'll go somewhere, Fox, a little bit. Yeah, gee whiz. Get excited for that. You'll be like your dad. Oh. Oh, hey, we'll cut that out. <laughs> I love that you sounded more turned off by that. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I married him. <laughs> My God. Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't too like sort of. You know, impressed on what she saw, but when she met my dad, oh my gosh. Absolute turn off. We'll get to her actual meeting story later. Oh my god. Just I don't wanna I don't wanna I wanna take parts of my dad. His skin, but I have his skin a little bit, like You got his skin? I've got his skin. You've got his dark hair, but your mum's hair. My mum's style of hair, which is great because it means I'm not going to lose it like my dad. Um, you have your dad's eyes and mouth and eyebrows. Mm. Like all the good bits, honestly. I mean, no, not his nose. He's got a nice nose. You have a nice nose. No, I got a beak of a nose. I love your nose. It's like a ski jump. No, it's Roman. Uh, I just read about Romans, and they're pretty cool. <laughs> Julius Caesar, Marcus, Aurelius, he was also Roman, but that's not what I'm talking about. Mark, Mark Antony, who? Aurelius. Oh, jeez. We're getting in the, read that hard. We're getting in the, in the weeds here. He, he didn't come up. You just said you read about him. Alright. I'm going to do a year of law if you can't work it out. I didn't need to. Two years of history study. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> she knows everything that I ever want to learn. So I just ask her shit. Um, yeah, I, I met Connie and Connie, like, she had to go through the hard yards. But what I love is that she must have seen, she saw what I was and she's, I hope, I, I wonder, like, did you see, like, the potential? Because you must have seen the potential. Yeah. But you must have known it wasn't there. No. You didn't know or it wasn't there? Are we saving this for the relationship podcast or mm. are we talking about Fair this enough. now? <laughs> this is all just a long tease. Um, yeah, no, I... Like, she, she completes me and, and... There's always something special there. Still is something special there. Yeah. And the things that we have done together... And also the things that we will do together is what completes me and what excites me going into the future. I'm not saying that I'm I'm, a, I'm like done with like change or ready to I'm evolved or whatever. Like you know, I love the fact that the me tomorrow is most likely going to be very different from the me today, and that's that's okay. Like you know, life is a river, and when you learn to let go and not hold on to the bank for dear life but actually let go and trust you know like it's it's a beautiful thing it takes you where you need to be it does it is amazing it's always the way it may not be where you want to be but it does take you where you need to be mm. 
Um, yeah, so I knew that I wasn't going to be a teacher even when I was studying because <laughs> I was hating it a lot. Um, I would say in about August last year, I became a HR officer um, at a school, Lutheran school. Um, it aligned with all of my values and the work aligned with everything that I had hoped for in a job. Um, yeah, I mean, HR was people-based and I, I love people. Um, I love learning, I love people and, and learning comes through people. Other people know things and if you don't utilise that, I mean, you're missing out. Like, that's where you learn. Books can teach you a lot, but if the people wrote those books. Um, and if, and they, the people can talk better than a book can and you can ask them questions. Um, and if you actually took the time to listen rather than telling them your story, like, jeez, that's, that's a phenomenal point that you've got to in your life. I think that kind of comes back to our podcast as well. Like, as much as we're telling you our story, we're telling you that so hopefully there's something that you connect with because we actually want to hear your stories. We want to know about you and about your journey. We would love to have you on here. Um, mm. But yeah, we just, we want to learn and connect and that's the whole point of life, isn't it? It, yeah. Community. <laughs> so true. Like it's, that's what I'm about. And, um, you know, I am delving into, well, I'm hoping to delve into a bit of psychology to the next year and see where that takes me. I think that's, to me, it's the true form of what I've been looking for. It's the, it's the study of humans. Um, and this is after we've learned that Josh is not good at study. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I think the difference here is that he was never really passionate or interested in what he was studying before. No. But this is different. He feels a real calling. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> his love. No, and it's like, um, yeah, it's one of those things like, HR is, or teaching is teaching humans, the next generation. HR is the study of humans' relationships and working together, and then... It's how they think and how they learn and how they... Yeah. Yeah, are part of society. Yep, and facilitating that. And then... Um, uh, like, psychology is the study of us. Mm. It's the study of everything that, that gets us going. It gets to the heart of the human behind that relationship. It is about relationships. It is about the way you interact with people, but more so yourself. What is not unlocked within you and how can we get to unlocking that? Um, who are you? You know, who are you? in a very unique sense, in a very, um, you know, like important sense. What are you looking for in life? What are your hopes, your struggles? What are the things that are holding you back? How can we get you moving forward, moving efficiently and, and, and moving better with yourself and with other people? Um, I love that, <laughs> you know, like, um, Opera, if you'd like to give me like the Clint Psych Masters right now, I think I just proved that I'm ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think then I just disproved Don't that I'm not it. ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, I, I, 
I, I, I don't want. Alpha, if you're listening, I actually don't want that. I, I, I want to go through the struggle because if I can't achieve it, I don't I need deserve the hard it. Yards. I need the hard yards. Yeah. Uh, a lot of things come easy to me, um, including my job, including relationships, including getting things that I want. Um, I, I can't use my number one asset, which is, which is my voice, which is my ability to talk to people, to, to get a master's of clinical psychology and a, regi- and a registration. You have to do the time. No. Yeah. Part of it is the interview, which is where I can excel and I can show off my personality and who I am, and that that I'll I'll get that in spades. Um, I'm not being arrogant. I'm just being. I'm just acknowledging the things that I know to be true about myself. It's good to know your strengths. Yeah. Um, it's the the GPA and, and the study before that. Um. Yeah, is there anything else we kind of haven't covered about about me? Oh, sorry, so I, I guess interesting... Yeah, so I, I was working at a school, I don't work there anymore. Um, they didn't hire me. <laughs> I filled their gap, helped them through... What do we say, six months, eight months? I think it was about eight months. About eight months of work um, as a casual. They recruited for the position. They didn't get it. I think some of the, the biggest moments in your life is the moments that you don't get because the way you closed doors are super important Mm -hmm. and they often uh one closed door can be three open ones yeah and it was amazing within two to three weeks of i think two weeks of finishing that job i'd got the next one and they had not only hired me um as a hr professional they had hired me as someone who was going to start for a week or two weeks and then go away for seven weeks, come back for a week and then go away for a week to get married. The seven weeks was to finish my final prac, do my final fo- final portfolio. Um, and that's crazy. Um, I think it goes to show how desperate they were, <laughs> honestly. like. But it's also such a testimony to who you are as a person and how hard you work. I mean, I told them not to interview me. What an asset you would be to their team. Tried to. I would love to read this election report. Josh said, don't interview me. <laughs> we interviewed him. Um, it's hard not to come to the conclusion that they saw something in me. And I can't help but appreciate that. Um, I love my team. I love... Call them my team. I don't even supervise them. <laughs> but No. But that doesn't mean that it's not your team. It's the it team is that you work in. It's my That's, team. Yeah. We have made each other. We we we're most of us are new. One of us is very old. Um. I I'm lucky to be there. I'm lucky to still be there. I have applied for a job there. Um. Hopefully higher. Um. Because I love it. Um. I love the organisation. I love what it stands for. I love the person who leads it. I love the two people who lead it. Um, and I think that there's, there's a strong, bright future um, there. I guess, for me, I'm at a place in my life where I've done everything that I ever wanted to go off. I have graduated high school. I have done radio um, and given it up, which means that I've, you know, done everything I ever wanted to do. Um, I have found a career, found something that I really love. 
um, and that I can do for a long time. And I have, I'm financially set up, I'm ready for to buy a property um, with the help of my wife, honestly. Um, and I have a wife, something that, I, that was the hardest thing that I couldn't control. And it was the thing that came first, which is surprising. Um, and it came first because she loves me for me. She likes me for me. Um, and honestly, like I used to listen to that song and I'd be like, what the? I used to listen to so many songs and be like, what is love? What, is, what are they talking about? I don't get that. That doesn't sound very logical, but love isn't logical. Um, love is a feeling, but it's also... It's also a choice. It's also a choice. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm so happy I, I, I committed to that choice um, with you. Um, so yeah, like what the future holds is exciting. Um, I know my worth in the market. I know my worth in terms of how to make money. Um, I know that's just gonna sound really arrogant, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> Honestly, like that's, if you're not hiring me for that, then you're not hiring me for the right job. Um, yeah. That's me. That's Josh. I don't think that's all of you though. There's so much more to delve into. I don't even, I don't think I've had enough hot takes. <laughs> no, probably not. We got very serious very quickly. But I don't mind that. What are you doing? I'm trying to adjust the microphone. We, literally, we're, 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 we are wrapping up right now. Yeah, my posture changed. Oh, right, okay. If, if, if Courtney sounds more comfortable right now, don't enjoy it because we're about to finish. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, there it is. So what's coming up for us? Um, I love that there are two answers for this. We didn't ask this question of ourselves and make sure we had the right thing to say. I think we've said two different questions to that, <laughs> uh, two different answers to that, or even two different questions, honestly. For me, I'm, look, unfortunately, I'm very money-focused. For me, it is making sure that um, I get permanency, making sure that I'm continuing to evolve my career so that I stay um, interested for my relationship and for my work, because unfortunately we work more than we do anything else in our life. Um, for me, that, that means hopefully buying a house next year, if not the year after. Um, in a very immediate sense, it's having a holiday with you, having authentic experiences. Um, even more immediate, it will be calling granny back, um, <laughs> hoping I'm not too blasted. I think I'm actually very blasted. Some of the best chats, some of the best chats I've had with Granny is when I'm like so fucking blasted. She's the best. I constantly learn about my husband every day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love parts of my family. They're, they're really good. Um, I hope that this, I hope that we are in nine months still doing this podcast. Anyway, we're going to wrap up there. Um, but we hope you can relate to us in some kind of way. We hope that we can reach you guys. Um, this is the end on, of our first week. Yeah. On like, like we're about to. But not when he closed his hands. Just no, no, we're still going to like wrap up. Yeah. Um, 
to thank you for being here thus far. And we have a lot of really exciting things that we want to share, I think, over the coming months. First of all, the audio is going to get better. It will, yeah. Like we, we bought new microphones. We have, we have something called an interview interface. I didn't even know what that was before, <laughs> like, last week. We bought it at Express, but you know, I'll suppose. If you're looking for a sponsor, I'll sponsor you. Next episode would be a great episode to sponsor, actually, in regards to Oz Post. Um, you didn't make it in time. The interface came before the microphones did. We were on holidays. It is what it is. Yeah. We will also have a really nice backdrop for those watching on YouTube. Oh my god, wow. <laughs> what? That's something we haven't spoken about. Yeah, we're going to have the a really f- nice setting. Where the fuck are we going to do that? Our beautiful home. Are we buying a house before we film? No, we currently have a home. Okay, where are you, where are you thinking? Somewhere. The laundry? No. We have nice plants and fairy lights everywhere. Like, we have so many nice spaces. We can't film in front of the glass doors. It'd be doors. nicer than the white wall behind us right now. That's because people can't get distracted. It can't be no, in front we of... We have a really nice cozy space. This is just where we are for right now. Also, between the last episode we recorded and this episode we're recording, we've moved apartments um, because we did not have power in the apartment we booked. That's huge. Um, So it's been an exciting couple of days. It really has. You made it. Um, Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, we. So this is the end of our first week. This is not our genuine or like normal planned formatting. It's not going to be two podcasts like this. It's going to be. For the foreseeable future, it's going to be a podcast like this where we kind of have a theme. It's not always going to be about, you know, you or me. It's going to be about... Um, It'll be like a topic or a theme. Yeah, a topic or a theme. We discuss. We've, we've got some things in the content world. It's called Pillars. Um, we're going to discuss those as that evolves. It's going to come out every Tuesday. So midnight uh, on the morning of Tuesday is when it's going to drop. Um, and then on Thursdays, do we want to discuss what Thursdays going to mean? Yeah, definitely. Go oh, for you it. Want me to do yeah, it. yeah, go for it. On Thursdays, we are going to have guests join us on our podcast, um, and we will talk a little bit about what, like, the theme of the week is. But we'll also just talk about their story, who they are, um, and I guess kind of the same things that we talk about. You know, like. We're here to talk about adulting and life and professionalism and, you know... But also everything... Mental health and just everything that's... But I also hope that we can get on... And I'm going to use the most clickbaity titles that I can think of. <laughs> and you know what? If you hate that, fuck you. Because um, I hope you listen. You And I hope you hate listen. Because if you hate listen, you're still going to make me money. Um... And he's he's money driven. Yeah. I'm not. I'm just here for the fun. That's all right. <laughs> um, I, we're, at first, we're going to get on guests who we know, um, who are proud of our lives, and that's okay because I think it gives they're context. Really cool people. Yeah, they're cool people. It's going to give a context to who we are. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people that that comes, but I hope as our audience grows, we we can. I I really want to get, get some people... of our audience on. No, not them. Um, not you. No, not 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 so we really tank. Um, no, I hope that we can get on people who we don't agree with, people who are the antithesis to us. Um, 
I hope that there are a few of our friends that are going to actually... This is not something we have discussed. <laughs> no, but like, I mean, I think even some of our friends... Josh loves to be challenged. I think we both do, really. Um, we like an opportunity to grow and to yeah. reflect and think, so... I hope we have arguments on this podcast. Exciting. Stay tuned. Huge. Um, <laughs> but I hope, I think even some of our friends are going to offer different... Well, I hope all of them offer different perspectives. 100% they will, because we're all different people. Yeah, um... And I want to get into that. I, I want to get into, wow, so you are older than me, but you are not where I am. You know, where does that kind of leave you? Um, and not to single you out, but like, um, I, I, I have an idea about where I sort of want to go with all of our guests that I've thought about. Um, but the point of the podcast is that you flick, you flick the mics on, you only record it once. Just be you. And you just, you, yeah, you be you and you see what happens. Um, I want you to be there for that. And if this interests you, I really want you to um, honestly give, leave us a review. Not Please even reach that. out as well. Like, we would love to know what you guys want to hear about. We would love to have discussions about important things in your lives because I'm sure they're important things in our lives. Um, yeah, as much as we're all individuals, we're all different, we're all... <laughs> Tell us what you love. <laughs> Tell us what you don't love. Um, but yeah, we, we, we... I mean, my dad has something... He's a leadership style called an open-door policy. I hope our podcast can have an open-door policy. Um, yeah. But yeah, I hope that you come back. I hope that you keep coming back. Um, I hope there's something that you have been able to grab onto and just go, oh, man, it's Thursday, but I, I can't wait for Tuesday... Um, and then I can't wait for the first guest. Um, neither can we. We don't know who it is yet, um, but I, ha- I have an idea. We have a few first guests that we're considering. Um, it just well, what, depends on who we have. Who, lined up. Yeah, who yeah. lines up with our schedule. Two of them have cancelled. Yes. Well, one of them said no first up because they weren't available. Second one said they were sick. Yeah. Um, but they're keen. But it they're, was just bad timing. Yeah, which means that they're lying and they're not keen at all. Um, that's okay. That is all right. Um, I think that we kind of have to leave it there and um, find a way to finish this up. More on that later. Huge. Catch you next week.